Good morning. Yeah, so great to see you here. I know some of you, and then some of other I saw via name, and it's great to see the face. So. Very much welcome to the second uh, annual assembly at Casco, uh, entitled Our House is on Fire. Uh, my name is Binna Choi. I'm the director at Casco Art Institute. But um, now I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of the assembly steering committee, uh, which is, consists of uh, four and a half members. So <laughs> including myself. Yolandi van der Heide, the deputy, deputy director of CASCO, and over there, Ying Ku, researcher and organizer, and Aneta Kraus, uh, artist, and Rosa Pardon Cooper. Uh, I think she's upstairs. Uh, she's curator of language and dissemination at CASCO. Um, so, this steering committee, uh, we were a bit juggling whether we call it steering group working group or steering committee. <laughs> Sounds a bit formal, but we thought uh, given that our culture is so informal, <laughs> maybe it's good to have something formal uh, for us not to uh, forget about the importance of also formality and structure. Meaning that, uh, so this steering committee is one of small steps that we took uh, for last one year after the first inaugural assembly for, um, structuring further the assembly as a tool for common in practice by art institutions. That, of course, include uh, artists and other workers, producers, uh, uh, marketers, uh, hosts, volunteers, chefs, um, and so on. Um, so in commoning and practicing the commons, key mechanism and value is in sharing. Very simple, in a way. So sharing resource, especially provisions. You can share food resource, you can share uh, tree resource, water resource, but also knowledge. And you also share rules and share power to say and make decision, etc. or supported by other other values, now you hear better. Okay, so uh, key mechanism and value uh, of commoning lies in sharing, sharing resource, sharing um, uh, rules and sharing power that are supported by other values. And we, we are working on these other values and other conditions, uh, which include interdependency or mutuality, uh, cooperation or sustainability. Someone would say uh, degrowth, uh, empowerment, um, equality, respect, honesty, etc. And these are what we are working on together. So based on this uh, idea of the commons or commoning practice that we took a form of uh, assembly rather than symposium as uh, part of our commoning uh, practice, so assembly as we shape actually take, um, I think this is also characteristic of the common. It doesn't necessarily exclude or cancel others. So uh, assembly as we take uh, 
uh, uh, or shape, uh, takes good aspect of symposium, <laughs> that is sharing knowledge uh, and a certain publicness to disseminate uh, knowledge. But uh, assembly also goes beyond it, especially by breaking the boundary between speakers and listener, between theory and practice, and uh, by co-producing knowledge or other kinds of resource. And while getting to know each other, you can't just co-produce from like abstract relations, and ultimately co-managing this resource that we co-produce. So, um, likewise, um, participation, contribution. Um, participant and contributors are really key in making assembly rather than membership. Because often assembly, I think, associate with uh, like membership that continue through over time. And there will be, I think, different opinion or approach to uh, this way of defining assembly and, and commoning though. Um, so, but we think by, uh, by uh, organizing assembly through participation and contribution rather than membership, we can uh, maintain assembly to be open and porous that, um, uh, yeah, open and porous, not so exclusive. Um, so this way, um, I like to uh, uh, bring or uh, emphasize the like appreciation from us organizer, but also mutual appreciation among us participants and contributors. But at the same time, also think of those others who couldn't come here. Uh, however, uh, share certain interface through our individual practice and collective practice, and those interface that are not here also works to. Uh, make certain contribution and participation. So at Casco, we think this way, art institution becoming, rather than self-contained, competitive authority, but enablers for cooperative culture, caring culture, while shaped by this kind of culture. So for this purpose, last year, 2018, uh, we had inaugural assembly, and that function as set, uh, function to set a critical and ethical ground for art institution. So this is the booklet that we made for that occasion. Um, so uh, uh, in that inaugural assembly, we focus on unlearning art institutional habits based on the uh, four-year collaboration between Aneta Krauss and then the evolving uh, team at uh, Casco, which takes more than, I think, 20 people, <laughs> including like interns and those who stay for a short, short while and so on. And um, so speaking of the institutional habits to unlearn, like art institutional habits to unlearn, we uh, focus on the, this habit that prioritizing the role of presenting art in a hectic and time press cycle of 
production, ongoing cycle of production. Um, whereas um, this habit that does not give enough care to invisible organizational or we call reproductive process, which often create this elephant in the room. So that was title of the last assembly. You know, like this outward hypocrisy. <laughs> we wanted to overcome that. <laughs> Still working on it. <laughs> so in sum, it's like practice as you preach, or practice as you present is one way of saying it. But more maybe positive note that let's you know, share, share or exert the power of art through our own ways of living and working, relating to each other and working together as example of that power of art. Or art, like value of art uh, uh, as presented. So it's also on in this slide that we took the climate crisis, not only issue to talk about or present, but to act upon or to practice against as an organization and the individual and communities around. Um, well, actually, like speaking of just like last one year and a half uh, of the program at CASCO, so our presentation facade, um, um, we had like uh, very meaningful encounters uh, and presentation. So that include Alma Heikila's crafted sculpture of microbial life and form, and various tours or their documentation, including educational program or architecture models and musical instrument that played a role in the Tavide farmhouse, which we kind of test run for thinking of alternative educational institution called Center for Ecological Unlearning. Uh, and then we have here Ama Josephine Baj, artist and writer, who's presenting her uh, uh, speculative, speculative fiction in installation that um, make us take our emotional, I couldn't really end this, take us uh, emotional, physical, curious, imaginative, conceptual journey into the lesser known history of colonialism, which, uh, uh, yeah, lesser known history of colonialism and importantly their intertwinement with the current cli cl climate crisis that we talk about. So it's um, uh, in turn let us learn about uh, what is called climate colonialism. So uh, our question uh, behind uh, making this second assembly was uh, in order for those art, art by Ama, art by Alma, art by this collective behind the Center for Ecological Unlearning and many more, and many of you, I believe. Um, so in order for those art to further affect or effect in positive note, or not to work as cover or disguise and greenwashing 
in negative note. How could our organizations, our communities, and us as individuals live and act differently, aligning with existing and newly arising movement and struggle, and protest and march on the street that tell uh, our house is on fire? Uh, you know also all this expression, our house is on fire, that you can see often in the picket in the march, but also um, um, it was the title of the speech by uh, Greta Thunberg in World Economic Forum last January. And another way uh, of asking is what we already share in uh, our press material, that what, pra what practical measure will art and art institution take to care for our planetary commons with power of imagination? So our proposal, was to uh, uh, work on and issue to together and practice together uh, what we now tentatively call uh, climate justice code. So uh, you are here for that purpose. <laughs> Thank you, Bina. Can, I <laughs> Can everyone hear me? Yeah? Okay, great. Um, so what I want to try to do is go a little bit more practical in terms of giving an impression of the two days. And we're already a little bit behind schedule, almost 30 minutes. So I will uh, try to go relatively fast, but I ask you to also bear with me. This is actually one of the only moments that we can also mention everybody in the room. All right, so um, in terms of actually, I mean, Bina, you ended with we are here, so who is it that is here and who is it that we're sitting amongst when we were kind of combing through registration, we wanted to mention that uh, we have individuals that are affiliated from uh, the following institutions. So Kaifein, Metropolis M, the HKU Master's Program, uh, Utrecht University, uh, the Dutch Art Institute, Sa Sandberg Commoners Society, Arte Util van Abbe Museum, uh, the Rijks Academy Green Room and Weaving Reality, the Oppel, someone from Dutch Cultures, uh, Witte de Witt, uh, My Villages, uh, Workhouse Union, Bus Projects, Arts Collaboratory, which um, we have representatives from Kunchi, Kiosko, Krater, Doon, uh, Mama, uh, Verbieri Arts, Art Summit, Pro Commun, and Goldsmiths and Common Unity. Okay, so I hope over the course it, <laughs> of the two days, it will become more clear who those individuals are, but to give you a sense of the institutions at least that, can, um, that we can consider in the room. Um, so indeed, with that being said, bringing more attention to the program, I want to try go through the flow over the course of two days. So you will have received a booklet at the registration at the top. And you can follow the program on the insides of that in the left-hand side. And um, we're going to start off momentarily uh, with, an with an introduction by the editorial committee who will introduce and flesh out this onion metaphor 
for the code, the climate justice code that we came to. And we came to this as a prompt and a method for speaking to all of the layers that uh, we might uh, address when considering a climate justice code. So um, this will be presented by Clementine Edwards, uh, editor, maybe raise your hand. <laughs> um, Thomas de Groot <laughs> of Commons Network and Teresa uh, Barasino from Fossil Free NL. Fossil-free culture, thank you. Um, and then of the editorial uh, committee that was formed to least draft uh, the beginning step of this code, we also have uh, Joram uh, Kreierfeld from Platform BK and uh, Selchuk uh, Balamir from Code Arots. Yes? And then over the course of uh, four, of the, of the two days, we'll be receiving four presentations to kind of feed our exchange in and around the Climate Justice Code. Um, so Ama Josephine Budge, who we're really happy to have managed to have back after your teaching day at Sandberg Institute, whom we tag team to bring Ama over again. So Ama's uh, one of the four artists in the exhibition upstairs. Um, and she will kick us off in a moment. And then um, we also have, who else do we have? Uh, we, of course, have the Arts Collaboratory Network. And then uh, we have uh, Suzanne Daliwal. I'm not sure if she's in the room just yet, but she's presenting tomorrow. And Ugo Mate will be presenting uh, over Skype. And then today lunch is at 12.15, and we've suggested some lunch spots for you in the booklet, for those of you who didn't manage to pack a lunch early this morning. <laughs> um, and then we will hear uh, from Vapka Veinstra at uh, quarter past uh, three. Um, and actually, Vapka is one of three of what we're calling interlude presentations that came out of, that came out of a call that we did to the that came out with a call that we did to the arts collab to the 2018 participants um, last year to ask if anyone would want to contribute to this year's program uh, with the mind that uh, there are perhaps practices that we share in relation to the theme. Um, then after a period of like sitting and listening and ruminating, uh, from three we we go into the more active part of the day. Uh, so this is the breakout uh, session, which uh, Ying and Ying Kui and I wonder if Rosa is in the room. Rosa is at the back. Will be facilitating and will go into much more deeply. Uh, but essentially, uh, over the course of the day and also tomorrow in the breakout sessions, we are gathering around uh, seven issues. So that is uh, the preamble, an introductory preamble. Um, the second layer addresses commons as a framework, and that is with uh, Thomas de Groot and Catherine McBride, who's a harvester for that session. Catherine's over there. Um, the preamble is, by the way, with Amy. Oh, Amy Webb is not here today, but Simpson. I wonder if Simpson's around. Um, and then the third uh, ring has to do with uh, definition of climate justice. This is what... Um, uh, Selchuk will be facilitating together with Amy Gowen as harvester 
Uh, Annette Kraus will be uh, taking us through the fourth uh, ring of the code, which is addressing art as a tool, f um, a tool when coming when addressing climate crisis, and that's facilitated by Nasang Lee. And then I will be addressing question or facilitating rather the question of everyday measures um, that one can take personally, but also structurally. Um, when addressing climate crisis. And Gerardo and Amy Pekel at the back and in the middle are uh, harvesting. And then Yoram up front is facilitating um, the sixth ring to do with advocacy together with Karina Jonsson. Yes, there you are, Karina. And the final ring is Teresa with Charlie. And that has to do with how we can position ourselves in relation to big industry. Okay, so we come back um, from a break and then the, uh, the breakout sessions continue and then at four we move into plenary, which is where we convene uh, to share what's been going on in the open space sessions and to set us up for the following day. Um, and the plenary tomorrow is reserved for collective editing. Um, and this is when you'll see Clementine and Amy. Okay, so uh, at the end of the day at five, we've reserved some time for seeing the exhibition uh, with uh, entitled Hetes of the Stainer Silence as, as a Commons, with solo presentations by, again, Ama, Ansuya Blom, Babi Badalov, Mira Lee. Um, the exhibition essentially puts into question what, uh, what, what, device, what devices we might have when language fails us, and language maybe being the very thing that's at stake in the two days. And each artist brings uh, respective propositions toward this. So maybe it's also a welcome kind of break from all of the talking. And then at the start of the exhibition, actually, you'll see a little wheelie system with orange cards where we're collecting definitions for the comments. So we welcome your contribution there too. And then uh, tomorrow's wrap-up session is when we'll also be planning for the future of the code. So as Bina mentioned, when we entered the process of this, uh, we being Casco, we were thinking of it in terms of uh, initiators, right? And then longer, uh, later along the lines, uh, the editorial uh, committee and the steering committees joined. And uh, the end of the second day, we want to dedicate some time to thinking through this, this being the afterlife of the code. So how we can think of it in terms of advocacy from lobbying, mobilizing other arts, arts institutions to also pledge and activate it, um, and hopefully forming a working group around this. And then, indeed, like last year as well, we'll also be ending with the collective pot that considers our uh, gathered financial and non-financial resources thus far. So from last year, for example, there's around 1,000 euros in financial contributions that uh, we can consider, and a yin Iwen, yes, at the back, and Vina will be leading the session. Um, okay, so you can imagine that there have been many heads uh, that have been involved in the process, uh, contributing various kinds of labor, like intellectual, reproductive, uh, in, in kind contributions, and um, this can also be reflected as part of the collective plan. Uh, 
collective part, beg your pardon, uh, session. And on both days, we're closing the gates at 6. Uh, Bina, you wanted to say some thanks? Yeah. Um, uh, basically, a thank place for every single person. Uh, <laughs> this is so high. <laughs> thanks is to every single person who's in this room, but not everyone is so visible, uh, especially those like really, really behind the organizing all this. Uh, Mariana Taku, who was just here, our producer. And Clementine, she's visible today, but often, I mean, she's editing a lot of text that we are sending out to the world. And David Benewif, uh, together with uh, Dong Bin Han, uh, who designed this booklet and also the older identity. And Martha Stroh. Oh, Martha is there. Martha <laughs> is a photographer. She's also working uh, uh, as a uh, part of the team at Photodoc, our neighbor organization. Uh, Martha going to take photographs throughout the days, uh, uh, just in case that you don't want to be documented, that please go to Martha and yeah, let her know about it. And we have also Luke Kulen, uh, who's from the Stranded FM, who's recording some of the talks that uh, we are sharing here. Um, then we have an uh, uh, impressive list of volunteers. So, Rovena Vore, Augustin Fandes, Paulina Fanko, Maria Sutska, uh, Gordon Williams. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Gemeente uh, Utrecht Foundation for Art Initiative and Dune. Uh, via Arts Collaboratory Network, uh, um, uh, offered the financial support for organizing this assembly. Uh, and I also like to mention that some of the visual that you see here, that flag that our house is on fire, and then church uh, was uh, provided by artist Bobby Badalov, who's presenting other works uh, upstairs. Then the last one, practical matters. It's important. So where we are, we are in the in the Ramta, the, the basement of our building. It's a like flex, socially oriented orientated flex uh, workspace. So we are renting this space from in the Ramta, and there are two toilets here. But if you go to Casco through this exit, there are also two more toilets, and uh, there are two exits this way, but also that way. <laughs> There is a canal, and that's where you can smoke. Um, and through that kitchen, just behind the bar, uh, you can go to a cafe. So if you are really uh, desiring, uh, like espresso and so on, <laughs> the Blackbird, the, our neighborhood cafe, it contributing to local business. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Blackbird is upstairs. Um, and then open space working session will happen through whole building, basement, upstairs, first floor, and then uh, second floor. Um, well, just in terms of bar situation now, like you have water, coffee, uh, and tea, but in the afternoon, when right after plenary session, we will offer uh, alcohol, so. <laughs> in case you are waiting for 
some some boost <laughs> for your spirit. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs>